Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Jen, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is January 10th, which is a Friday in my book, and Fridays are good. Oh, ten days into the new year already. Can you believe it? Wow, unbelievable, Flashing right? Flashing before my eyes. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Friday comes not a moment too soon. I've had a long week. I'm looking forward to some rest. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we've got um, uh, like bref- breakfasts um, planned, and we'll see. I want I want to go to the snow, so we'll see if uh, I'll <coughs> get a chance to maybe Sunday. That'd be fun. But actually, it won't work because it's uh, Sunday is like my dad's three years um, memorial, so we're gonna probably go to the cemetery and things like yeah. that. You know, so um, oh, that's hard. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know you get used to it after a while. You know, it's, it's just, just like the way it is. And he comes into my dreams all the time. So yeah, <laughs> I know it's almost nice to see them in your dreams, isn't right. it? Yeah. Kinda For like, my Hi. mom, it seems like more than dreams. She <coughs> seems to be hallucinating lately. Mm. So she feels she's seeing him uh, for sh- for real. So you never know. You never know, right? You never know. You never know what those hallucinations are. I know. When people start getting dementia. You know, you don't know. I know. I mean. I my dad had dimensions, so sometimes I would wonder. I'm like, is he seeing something that I can't see? <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> you never know. My mom and I would talk about it, and sometimes we would just make up stories because sometimes you just have to make fun of it. I know, not make know. fun of it, but like make fun. Yeah, with laugh. the situation. Laugh at it. I mean, we yeah. did uh, when my dad was like that because he felt there were people in the walls and things like that. And it was like you know, yeah. we felt bad. You know, what I did mean, he have? Uh, Parkinson's too. Yeah, really? Like did, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You did tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. So he had hallucinations so, with it. Towards the end, yeah. Yeah. Towards the end, about totally. a month before, or a couple months before, he started having uh, these things. So, and then uh, he went to the hospital for a cold or pneumonia, and he came back, and then two days later, he was gone. So mm-hmm. uh, they tell you, you know, often. Um, People die when they're when they have something already, and then they they get a cold or something, and, and that's it. They tell you that's it. I know. know. They say that about you know like um like if someone over like seventy breaks a hip or something, it's kind of like done. Yeah, that's what they say, which is mm. super scary. Yeah, well, my mom did, but uh, she wasn't done, but she was done walking. Yeah, you know they did surgery for her, and she decided she's not gonna walk, so. She's on a wheelchair now, uh, and uh, that sucks. Does suck. Yeah, she needs uh, she needs help for the rest of her life. Man, life is hard. Uh, I know, man. Life is hard. And it's fucking expensive too to keep <laughs> a caregiver for her. Yeah, it's expensive. Know? Yeah, but you They're, you want the best for them, right? Under and any circumstance, you know. You know? Yeah, and they've uh, saved some saved up some money, so we can do that. But it's not gonna last forever, so. See what's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, take day like, by day. Yeah, it kind of sucks, man. That's why it's important to get. Uh, well, she's got insurance anyway, but it's not enough, you know. Sure. I mean, if you get the caregiver, then you don't really get any help, and uh, you don't want to just throw her in a in a home or something, you know. No, the homes suck. 
They really do. They really do. So getting old sucks, period. Yeah. I mean, the only other option is dying young, and that sucks, too. Yeah, but you know what? I'd rather die young. You think so? (laughs) Yeah, then deal with that. Yeah. I don't want to have to rely on... Be uh, dependent on people and stuff. And I know. You just feel like you're so, such a weight on them, you know? You feel that way when you're in your right mind, but right. when you're not in a good place, you know, as you get older and you're facing um, that end mark, it's a different perspective, you Probably. know? Because, like, my dad was a doctor, my mom's a nurse. And so growing up, it was always like discussions about, oh, if I'm ever a vegetable, just pull the plug. Or if I'm ever in this situation, just do this. And like, then here we were with my dad in a very similar situation. And I just remember him like crying to me, like, I just like don't want to die, you know? And that's like, it's such a hard thing because your perspective just dramatically changes when it's, when it's you, you know, when it's better up for you. So, yeah. Well, that's what scared me about my stroke is because I, I thought if I died, that's one thing. But if, if you become like, not a vegetable, but just like, you know, you can't move or whatever. <clears throat> not uh, not independent. Yeah. I mean, you're changing everybody's life around you, you know, yeah. and that sucks, man. It's not. That really sucks. So, it's not a good situation. Right. I wouldn't want to be with that. That's why Robin Williams committed suicide. That's exactly. He had what my dad had. Right, he had Parkinson's coming up. And he had I the mean, Lewy body dementia. Oh, really? Yeah. and yeah, that was, So he didn't want to be a burden on his family. Well, yeah, he just didn't want, because they call Lewy body dementia the brain and body thief is like the nickname for the disease because it, it takes away your ability, your mental abilities, your physical abilities, kind of everything. And um, he just like did not want that for himself right. at all. So, right. yeah, I know when I found out he had that, I was like... Wow. It sucks that we that he had to take his own life, but at the same time, like I saw every bitter moment of that bullshit, right. and I you was don't like, deal with "Yeah," that. and I was like, "He, I don't want to say he did the right thing, you right. know, because you know, in those, <clears throat> the disease usually takes about eight to ten years to kill you, right. uh, with what my dad had and what Robin Williams had, um, and it's like, you know, you do have those like really tender like moments. I mean, they're still your parent. They're still someone you care about and someone you spend your time with. So you still have these like wonderful moments with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day to day life is it's you have to wonder if it's worth it for them right. to have to go through right. that, There's you know, no quality of life. Totally. whatsoever, You know, and uh, but I don't know. I'm sort of like if you're a little spiritual then you have to wonder if there's any consequences to suicide and stuff, you know. Yeah. I don't know that I want to deal with that, you know. Yeah, you Because never know. it's taking a life, you know. You're still taking a life. It may be yours. Right. But it's still, you know. I mean, it's like mercy killing. Right. You know, it's like Dr. Kevorkian. Do you agree or disagree with that? Right. Um I don't know. It's hard unless you're in that situation. If and we do it like, for animals. And a lot of pain and stuff, you know, but... um yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, Robin Williams wasn't in that condition yet. You no, know? he probably so, could have waited a bit longer. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know if there's uh, if there's any consequences to that. But and, and Well, but the obvious ones is that you hurt your family, all the people behind, you're leaving behind. I know. Uh, you know, you think you're doing them a favor, but you're not. I mean, you know, people are devastated when someone kills themselves. You yeah, know? I mean... I wouldn't want my dad to have to go through that again, but if we had to go through it again, I would still be there by his side every step right, of the way and take right. care of him. You know, like that would never, right. that outcome would never change for me, you know, and I um, I would have done anything to like have him not 
go through right. that you know it was right. the darkest thing i mean i've i've been through a lot of shit in my life and that was by far the darkest thing i've ever seen really for sure yeah and yeah. i just um i don't know i i mean i feel for him and you know his family doesn't understand quite the severity of what they would have gone through had he mm. not taken his own life not mm. that i'm condoning it or saying it like saying it's right or wrong because i i don't know if it's right or wrong you know that's above my pay grade <laughs> in life you know but uh um yeah. yeah i just they don't you don't know until you know right. you know and it's just like it's devastating yeah every yeah, day is more and more devastating and um actually brings up a good point i remember going through because my dad actually did live in a home he because my mom and i were so busy like working all the time like helping like pay for all the stuff and uh like uh we considered like at home care but we just didn't have like the money for it and my dad was sucked as a business person so he didn't have any money for it either yeah. and um and yeah just going to those facilities and the dementia units you see these people lined up in these wheelchairs and in these like bed chairs it's kind of like a like a, almost like a stretcher but like right. it's it, it almost like kind of like a chair i don't know how to explain them um and just these looks on their faces, like they, you're just walking down the hall, and I, I called it Dementia Row, which I'm actually writing a film about right now, um, called Dementia Row, and um, and yeah, it's uh, it's just kind of about like the entire experience of it, and from like both his perspective and my perspective, and I really, because you know, I, I interviewed my dad quite a bit during the process, and just talked to him about the things that he saw and. You know, he also saw hands coming out of the wall, but that started really early on in his. That started mostly, um, he started getting tremors and then he started seeing hallucinations and they couldn't figure out if the hallucinations, because Louis body dementia is very understudied, like not, like his neurologist like barely knew anything about it. Hmm. And uh, so they thought the hallucinations were coming from the medication. And so he could either have tremors and not have hallucinations or have hallucinations and no tremors. Right. So yeah. he's like between a rock and a hard place. Like what the hell are you supposed to do with that? You right. know? So um, we never really, you know, he was switching medications for years and years and we never got it under control. And finally, um, I mean, not finally, but we just like rolled with it. And, and yeah, so just like watching the whole thing and you know i remember when he was still living at the house uh with my mom and i my mom and i we had like this like landing where you could see the kitchen from like the living room um where if you're in the kitchen you could literally sit at the kitchen table and watch tv in the family room and we would see him like tossing a ball to an imaginary person in the kitchen and we'd be like what are you doing like yeah. at first and he's yeah. like oh i'm just playing ball with josephine and we're like wow what and then he kind of snap back and understand what was going on and then he'd get embarrassed and try and hide it and things like that and you know i think he wasn't honest through what was going on you know he he wouldn't like really come forward and be like this is what's going on i don't know what to do you'd kind of hide it a little bit <clears throat> but throughout the rest of it i um you know especially as a filmmaker i take strong awareness on everything that i see and uh, I don't know, I just, I've taken a lot of notes on what was happening to him throughout his entire process. And I just remember so many things and I, I'm really excited to make this film about it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes you have to go through something in order to really 
yeah be able to write about it and yeah people know. need to know i mean it's so understudied and it wasn't until like a year after he died that my mom and i saw parkinson's commercials where they advertised the um, the hallucination aspect of it. And mm. we just looked at each other like, holy shit. Like, yeah, like that's what's They happening. finally know, you know? Because right. before, the doctors were like, eh, like I don't know. Right. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's really comforting and really helpful. So. I know. But dementia usually goes with Parkinson's because it's a the, the degenerative uh, yeah. disease of the brain. You it know? shrinks your brain. Right. It actually shrinks it. And yeah. he um he wanted more research on it, so he signed forms before he passed that he wanted his like when he was still like half in half out of his right mind, um he signed papers that he wanted his brain donated, so he donated that when he passed to have mm. to have it studied. And so yeah, it's at um Jefferson. No, it's at Penn, Penn and Philly, Penn mm. Hospital. Yeah. Just well, I hope cool. they find uh, something for it, man. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, thing to to go through. You oh, know? totally. Yeah. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. maybe I would. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. The but worst enemy, who knows, you know? Yeah. Who knows what you might wish on them, you know? Some people actually, um, I've read some articles that um, people say Hitler had that same disease and he just didn't know what he was doing and that's why the Holocaust happened. Oh <laughs> like, God. that's what's so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was pure evil there. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Oh, well, you know, what can he do, man? Sad note Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I went to a, a play last night, an uh, oh, Israeli play that my uh, friend was in. And uh, so it was like the the premiere, you know. And it's not like a big deal, you know. I mean, they fill the theater, but it's usually those playhouses, you know. Sure. So, um, but it was pretty funny, you know. I liked it. What was it about? I some people. I ran into some people I know. Uh, it was about corruption in like the mayor's office, and it was a comedy, you know. So, uh, it was pretty funny, and and then the actors came out, and you know we talked to them and stuff. So, it was pretty cool, you know. I, I like seeing people after they act. To see them in real life, you know. Yes, yeah, see they other, take off their makeup and yeah, stuff, you know. Their mannerisms and everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. I like it too. I know. Um, one one woman there played like the young uh, teen. Well, she wasn't a teenager, like in her twenties or something, and like a spoiled brat. And um, but uh, she was pretty hot, you know. Except she yeah. was like. Um, what would you call it? I don't know, like a slut or something. Well, no, not a slut. Not really. <laughs> not a slut at all. Um, so what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Just sort of a, um, somebody that tries to look good and she only in her mind she looks good. You know. Got it. But, um, but yeah, she was pretty hot. So then she came out. She she taken off her eyebrows. I guess they put big eyebrows on her mm-hmm. because in theater they have to exaggerate, right? Yeah, because so you, can you can't see. see it. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> so she took it off, and she was pretty hot. You know, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one that played her mother, they put like they patted her ass and her thighs, so she looked like really like you thicker know, and yeah, like a big ass, you know. <laughs> So that she comes out and she's normal. Oh you my know? gosh. And you're looking for that ass. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not there. It's not there. He's like, either. surprise, best weight loss secret of the century. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering if it's going to, like, 
accompany her for the rest of her life, life you know, having this, yeah, uh, that maybe. look, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that was funny. So, yeah, so that's how I spent the evening. And uh, today we might actually go to the cannabis restaurant again. So, nice. Yeah, I might take him and uh, have some fun. His brother's in town and all that, but... His brother doesn't do anything like like that, so yeah. Don't get the nachos. Yeah, I know the cold goo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no nachos, man. Yeah, and we'll maybe go during the day so it won't be so cold. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I've been um, actually considering um, getting back into the weed again because I've been I've been getting pretty depressed, you know, and down and and. Uh, you gotta exercise. Yeah, it'll help it, I promise. I don't know if it will, but I don't really want to. I'm just saying that, you know, because, um, you know, I have bipolar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I know that up until recently, up until the stroke, people would ask me, well, what's it like? I'm like, I forgot what it's like to be depressed, you know. Mm-hmm. I really did because for years I haven't felt anything. And then lately I've just been like in the fucking dump, dump and... Uh, I uh, I don't feel great, you know. So yeah, and then you know, so then I take a hit from a joint. I'm like, wow, everything's better now, you know. <laughs> and I thought, you know, what if I go to my psychiatrist and all he'll do is maybe increase the dosage of my medication or right, so or give well. me something else, you know. Somebody said, you know, have him give you a happy p- pill. And then I thought, well, the best happy pill is THC for me. Yeah, you should get those strips so you don't have to smoke it. Well, or or do a um, do the edibles? Yeah. Well, like the strips are more mild than the edible. I feel like the edible is such a commitment. You well, know? not for me. I mean, not for, for me you. It's fine. No. Okay. For me, I like that commitment because then yeah. I don't have to smoke for a long time or something. Okay. You know? Yeah. It just takes me for a few hours, just fine. It doesn't make me too fucked up, you know. Really, I feel like I'm I in really it for a whole day. No, it's well, like eight I, hours. It's a shift. I figured it out to down to a science, you know. Good, good. I make my own butter. I know how much each cookie holds and what it can do and so good. forth, you know. So because I've been smoking a little bit here and there, but I feel my my lungs are already going back to the way they were, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to happen. I know. I remember we were both coughing. We both stopped yeah. smoking more. Or do yeah. we smoke less than we used to? And at the cafe, we're both hacking right. away. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> we're the cool kids. But by the time you met me, I'd quit smoking already because it was right yeah. after the stroke. Yeah. So I'd quit smoking. And uh, I mean, I used to cough on the show here a lot. And uh, and I guess, I don't know, maybe there's some damage to the lungs because um, all it takes, I mean, I can take like just a couple hits off a joint and I already feel it. Mm-hmm. That's know? how I feel now too. I yeah. used to smoke blunts and bongs and right. water bongs and bottles lungs, and I'm you. just tinfoil pipes and yeah. smoking off of a can. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just becomes like an allergy to your lungs, I think. You I know? know. And now I just cough and cough. I'll take like two or three hits off my bowl and I'm coughing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, bowls will do that to me. That's why I go for joints. But really? Because then it kind of like... It it there's a, a little bit resi- resistance to it when you pull on it, mm-hmm. you know, because you you know it's all full of it. And sure, it's like a not like a direct hit like from a bong. So um, I don't know, and I'm able to control it better. But 
otherwise, yeah, I'd, I'd cough like a motherfucker, you know? I hate it. I know. So some people like coughing because it makes them higher. It does. It makes you higher. <laughs> not the way I'm coughing, though. I'm I coughing, know. though, like, because it hurts. I'm not coughing just because, like, I took a weird hit and it just hit wrong, you know? Right. Yeah. I know. But uh, <laughs> but edibles are sometimes not as, well, they're not as immediate and they're not yeah. as, I don't know, I feel they don't hit you as hard, you know? I mean, it's sort of like a... A mellow thing. It's you know? gradual. It sneaks right. up on you. And you're like, oh, I'm not high, thing, I'm not high. Right. And then all of a sudden, two hours in, you're like, right. La, 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 but it's still la, la, not the same high yeah. as with smoking it. So no, you I get might that smoke a little right bit, away. but, but you know, I mean, we'll do the edibles for the most part. And maybe I'll feel <clears> good again, you know? Yeah. I mean, come in, do the show when I'm high and do everything when I'm high. Totally. You know? Maybe I'll feel better. I don't, ca- I don't care because uh, at this point, I'd rather do that than uh, get involved in some more medication. Totally, you know? totally. It just it fucks you up all that medication. It does. You know? I know. I have a hard time sleeping at night. And like twelve years ago, I started smoking weed so I could sleep, and um, and it worked. And I was like, wow, yeah. I actually sleep and the whole night through because I'm ext- like extremely high energy. Like I'm always like on, on, on. Like the like I wake up and that's it. Like I don't need like a few minutes to get up. Like I bounce right out of bed and I'm standing. Right. Um, and so at nighttime, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I can't wait to get to bed. And then I lay in bed and my eyes are like, blink, 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 <laughs> blink, like wide awake. Yeah. So if I take a hit or two off my bowl, it's like a surefire, like, I'm yeah. like, cool, ready to sleep in like five, 10 minutes. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> so and it keeps you sleeping too, you That's know? what I'm saying. So right. this week I was like, you know what? Let me try and not smoke. And usually when I, you know, I've taken like a few months off before and it usually takes me almost two weeks to be able to sleep, right. fall asleep without smoking. Right. And it took me like two hours to fall asleep the other night. And then I'm just like, I woke up every hour. Right. Every hour I was up. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, it's three. Okay, it's four. All right, it's five. I'm like, oh, it's six. And then like, you're ready to really sleep when you have to get up. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, I'm just like, now I'm super cozy. I could sleep all day. Like, it's too late. I was like, damn. But I, know. I finally slept go, the night through. And then you ask yourself, who benefits out of the fact I'm not doing any for a while, you know? Totally, totally. Nobody's benefiting from this, not even you, because you can't sleep, you know? I know. But finally, yeah. the last two nights, I slept without any, yeah. and I slept the whole night through, yeah. which was great. Yeah. I was like, nice. Yeah. yeah. So exciting. I know. I'd rather not smoke or, or use it at all, but, you know... Being being down and depressed is not a good thing to no. not a good place to be. Not at all. You know, you can't fucking do much. And uh regarding to sleep, I wanted to bring this up because I have sleep apnea, right? Oh no. And they're saying if you can if you lose fat in your tongue, it can improve it. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, so but they're talking about obese people. Because I mean, how much fat do I have in my tongue, you know? It's not gonna make a difference. Yeah. But it's um it's really bad for you, you know. I mean, the saying that um, you don't think of your tongue as gaining and losing weight, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, but, same tongue push-ups. But sleep apnea sucks, you know. I mean, uh, you know, you first of all, you snore, you choke, you gasp, you stop breathing p- periodically, you know. And I know that for a fact. I don't know how I even managed to stay asleep when it's like that because once I wake up, I'm like. Fuck, I can't breathe, you know? Yeah. So it's got to happen the whole night, too. 
But it's just like the body struggles, you know. Do you wear like a mask when you sleep? I know. Well, that's the thing is that I got one, but I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. It's terrible. And they're saying that a lot of people feel the same way, you know, because you're sleeping <clears throat> with like tubes and shit like this. You know, it's like you can't turn. And yeah, it's it keeps you awake just being aware of it. <sighs> Although yeah. they say you get used to it, you know, but I don't know. I couldn't get that used to it. It still sucks, though. I know, but you know what? They're saying the sleep apnea can damage your brain's white matter. Sure. Raise Oxygen. blood pressure, which I do have. Contribute to depression, which I do have. Heighten the risk for heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Yeah. So I'm like in fucking uh, risky zone so with sleep apnea it's that flap in the back that doesn't that's too relaxed when you sleep that causes right. it that causes your the breathing to stop isn't there some kind of like surgery or something there is they surgery. can do there is surgery so i don't know if i want to do it though yeah what do they do in the surgery i don't know they cut off part of that i think Ew. or something i don't know they don't talk a lot about it but i i know there is something to uh there is some kind of surgery and shit, but Spooky. maybe I'll consider it. Maybe I should check into it, you know? Yeah. It really sucks, man, because uh, you you sleep sucks, you know? I mean, now I sleep uh, longer, so I make up for that, you know, yeah. for all the time. But, uh, but, you know, when they tested me, I had like 60 apneas an hour. That's one a minute. Oh, my gosh. They, they, they said that, the acceptable one is like five per hour. Like if you kind of choke like, you know, that many times. Over 30 is excessive. And I had 60. Oh so my gosh. I, I got to fucking use that machine. But fuck, man. <laughs> that could be why you're tired. Yeah. Well, I'm not that tired anymore. That's well, what that's I'm good. saying. Yeah. Because I, ever since after the hospital when I haven't been smoking weed, I go to sleep earlier because there's not much to do. Right? Yeah. So I get like eight hours or something, whereas before I would get five. Mm-hmm. So I get eight hours, so I'm not tired like I used to be. Yeah. But I'm still concerned, you know, I mean, the high blood pressure. I'm going to the doctor for that because that's uh, that's another uh, uh, that's another thing that can bring on strokes and shit. You yeah, know? you don't need anything contributing yeah. to that. I hate even talking about this shit, you know, because it's like you get older, you have all these fucking problems, you know. And your mm-hmm. age, fuck, you don't have to worry about any of I mean, shit. I have, like, asthma you know. and I... Yeah, I but a, it's not like... I have a benign tumor in problems. my mouth, yeah. <laughs> I know, I do. I found this thing in my mouth and I was like, oh my God, it has to be HPV or something. Wow. I, like, had a full meltdown. I went to the dentist and he tested it. He's like, it's not HPV, it's not an STD, you're fine. He's like, it's just a tumor. And I was like... It's just a tumor. Yeah, what do you just, mean it's just a tumor? And he was like, yeah, just get it cut off when you're ready. Really? I was like, oh. Where was it? Like on your cheek? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can feel it now. Oh, you still have it? Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten it cut off. Oh, I see. Okay. I well, it, is it like benign? And yeah, stuff? it's benign, he said. Benign? He's like, I'm pretty sure it's benign. <laughs> he's he's like, pretty sure. He's like, I'm pretty sure. He's like, I can't tell you 100% just because in case it's not. <laughs> You'll sue me. He's like, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. Oh wow! So, who knows? Maybe I, I have a giant cancer problems. in my cheek. So, oh no, don't say that. I know, but I do have um, asthma, and it's and that's one of the reasons I cut back on smoking too. I think for like 
two years, I was smoking, you know, those little metal cigarette ones that yeah. you stuff the weed into. I was smoking those. Mm-hmm. And I think those really, really fucked up my lungs like bad. Oh. I don't know. I think it's like the metal, something with it. I don't know. Um, but if you use it, you know, if you use it like a couple times a day for like a week, eventually there's this like black goo that forms in it that you end up like sucking into your mouth. And then you're just like, Bleh. it's like, um, yeah. you know, it's like the resin. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think it just really screwed up my lungs because they haven't been the same since that period of my life. Mm. And uh, and so I've kind of cut back. But New Year's Day, like not this not this New Year's, like a year ago, New Year's, I had this crazy asthma attack. And I I've only had one other asthma attack in my life. I was in seventh grade. That's when I learned that I had asthma. And um I remember all night, like my lungs were getting so tight. My inhaler wasn't working. It was also like at the end of my inhaler and I don't have health insurance cause I'm a millennial. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was like, it's like $150 for an albuterol inhaler, which is insane. Jeez. And so I, you know, it was like the morning and I still couldn't breathe. Like I, c- I could barely talk. Like I was like, like that and I called my mom and she was like she's like go to the like um urgent care or whatever so I go to the urgent care in New York and I'm like I like couldn't even like my vision was like blurry like I got on the train that's scary shit yeah I got on the train and I'm like trying to breathe on the train I should have just like I'm like the queen of just like masking whatever's going on with me so I'm like on the train having this like full-on asthma attack and um, because people from asthma, sometimes you're from the hyperventilation, you can end up throwing up and choking on that. And that's how some people die is by um, breathing in their own vomit. And so I was like, please don't let that happen. And so I'm like on the train, two stops, then I have to walk a mile to the urgent care. So I get to the urgent care, I can hardly see. And they're like, oh, you could just fill out this form. And I'm literally like unable to form sentences because my breathing is so screwed up. And so I sit down in the room and they're like, so what's wrong with you today? And I'm like, are you guys fucking idiots or something? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, uh, it's obvious that there's like something going on. Um, and she's like, all right, let's take a listen. And she listened. She goes, you sound fine. And I li- like I couldn't even make sentences wow. because I was having such an asthma attack. And. Um, and so I was like, I like I asked her, like, could I do a breathing treatment? And she was like, oh, you want a breathing treatment? I was like, yeah, like, please. So she gives me like half of a breathing treatment, takes it away halfway through. And I was like, all right, you're good to go. Sends me home. I felt a little bit better from the breathing treatment, barely. Um, And so by the time I got home on the train, I just walked right to the hospital across the street from my apartment. And they um, did um, um, an x-ray or a scan on my lungs. And they said, like my lungs were like it looked like someone had like squeezed them like they yeah so they gave me six breathing treatments because my lungs were that bad and i was like i'm not paying this urgent care bill i've been still fighting with them a year later like i'm not paying this 150 dollars no way (laughs) like i'm not paying your people you guys can i know eat my shit i don't care it worries (laughs) me all that shit i know it was scary i've never yeah you know, my brother has really bad asthma and I've seen him like like vomit from asthma attacks before when he was a teenager. Yeah. And he just is like super dependent on his inhaler and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. I kind of tease him though. I'm like, you're a dweeb. <laughs> you're a dweeb. <laughs> and then I'm like, just kidding. Do you have an extra one? <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. It sucks, man. Health stuff sucks. It really does. So I'm like worried about any tolls that that might have on me as I get older. So I've kind of cut back for that reason, too. Yeah. You know. That's true, yeah. I mean, if you have a problem breathing, it's probably not a good idea to smoke. You know? Mm-hmm. I just love it, though. I know. It's so nice. <laughs> so relaxing to smoke and go lay by the pool. Right. You know, there's like a water fountain in my courtyard. I'm just like, ah. Oh, so peaceful. I huh? live in L.A. now. <laughs> my friend just came out to visit, and I didn't have time to see her because um, I've been filming. And she messaged me this morning. She's like, I'm so sad we didn't get to see each other. She's like, I'm back in New York now. I've been in bed for two days, just like sad because it's so cold. And L.A. was so <laughs> magical. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like living here, I can now talk about New York as like the way people talk about prison. Like, like when I was on the yeah. inside, right. you know, I'm like, now I'm on the outside. I don't want to mess it up and have to go back to the inside. Like, that's how it feels to me. Really? I'm so happy to not be there. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Well, so that was a good move for you. Yeah, it was a good move. Wow. How long did you plan before you moved? I had like two, three weeks. Really? Yeah, because I... No, but how long did you think about moving? Ten years. Ten years? Yeah. But I didn't didn't leave because my dad was sick and I just... I was scared and my dad was sick and it was... My dad was a good excuse to not leave and also like I was just like... I couldn't leave him at that time. Right. You know, I just... I had to be there and I wanted to be there and... um, and I, I don't regret that at all. And I feel like I just, I wasn't who I am today anyway. So it wouldn't have gone over as well. And I feel like I kind of had to go through my weird New York hibernation as, mm. um, as shitty and dark as it was, you know. But I made some good friends and I really came into my own. And, you know, I've been here three months and I've, you know, it was a really rough go at first. But I feel like I'm, I'm kind of killing it a little bit. Yeah, so. settling in. Yeah, it's good. Good. It's really good. Good, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I know. Yeah. It's amazing how many people are leaving California, though. You know, every day I'm seeing, like, an article. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you've got plenty of time before you'll get sick of it. Yeah. You know? I mean, if it happens, it happens. You know, my <laughs> yeah. aunt lived here for 30 years and loved it. Yeah. So she lived in Studio City. She was also a weirdo, so. Yeah. Yeah. I come from a family of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> We're all weird. Oh, well, in other places in the world, uh, this 21-year-old, they call her a woman. She looks like a girl. But she posed as a teenage boy to abuse young girls. And she was just jailed for eight years. Oh, now, my God. So her story is she looks, I mean, when she puts her hair up and puts like a hat on, she looks like a 16-year-old boy. It's like, so she like would, Beckham. Yeah, so she said that she would, uh, they said she would, like, groom and uh, sexually assault, like, you know, 14-year-old girls and stuff. My question is, first of all, they keep saying grooming. What what do you think that means, like, to get them ready for for a sexual act or something? Brushing their hair or, like, shaving them? I don't think that's what that means. I think it means, like, to get them ready psychologically. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like to uh, to get them used to the idea. That's so creepy. You know? That's super creepy. I know. We were just talking so, about pedophiles the other day. Right. But, I mean, this is weird because she's a girl. So what the fuck is she doing and how? Women wh- can be sexual predators too. Right. But my question is, uh, how did the girls not find out uh, that she was a girl? 
Right. They thought she was a boy. Maybe she wanted to do the touching and not be touched. Yeah. I'm sure that's what had to happen. You or know? maybe the 14-year-olds. I mean, you could say a lot of things to a lot of people and they're very gullible. So maybe right. like, I don't. Right. I mean, I don't know how those conversations or interactions went down. But, right. yeah. you know, you can convince some people of anything. Not me, but. Yeah, and a 14-year-old girl probably does not expect to get to her boyfriend's junk until later, you know. So yeah. maybe that's just what happened is that she never really. Maybe in America, but. Yeah, not other places. <laughs> but uh, she probably didn't. Uh, yeah, get to see her genitals, you know. So Jesus. Yeah, but they're saying the deception was pretty bizarre and elaborate, you know. So uh, I mean, she would travel to different parts. This is in uh, England. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing, right? You'd never expect someone like that. Mm-hmm. To be like a, a sexual predator, you know. I mean, yeah, it's like a twenty-one-year-old girl. I mean, she looks like a girl. That's so great. A young girl, you know. Oh my God! Did they put her name on there? Uh, yeah, she she posed as Jake Watton, but her real name is uh, Jane or something. I don't know. Gemma. Gemma. Gemma Watts. Gemma Watts. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you, you can just her? see the crazy eyes, though. Yeah, right. She looks like a. What picture are you looking at? Let me see. These. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Uh, I don't know if that's her. Uh, I mean, I feel like I can uh, tell this is a girl under any circumstance. Yeah. Right. But, well, you know, when they're 16, you can't tell, you know. I mean, maybe yeah, they don't sometimes. have facial hair yet and, and all that. So crazy, yeah. though. Right? Just crazy eyes. You can see it. I feel like I'm so good at detecting crazy eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I see your face. This person's going to be nuts. <laughs> Ew. Well, barely any eyebrows. Don't hate. It's kind of what my eyebrows look like when I don't have any makeup on them. Really? No, I don't think so. Mm. Not like that. Mm. Like that? Okay. Kind of like that. I won't be an eyebrow hater then. I mean... I didn't mean to uh, I'm not offend offended. anybody. I'm not offended. <laughs> trust me. My eyebrows offend me. If anyone's going to offend me in this room, it's my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I know for some reason my hair is as dark as it is, but my eyebrows and eyelashes are blonde. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So as long as you accept yourself, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. I totally accept it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Learn to live with it. Yeah, it's cool. It's all good. Yeah. Do you have any big plans for the weekend? (sighs) Hopefully one of the days I'll get a day off. Mm -hmm. So that would be pretty great. Oh, so you guys work weekends too? Yeah, I've been working every day since Christmas. Really? Every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, good for you. You wanted this kind of industry, right? I do. I do. I love it so much. I just kind of feel like a little bit of an ash right now. Yeah. You know? (laughs) It's like a piece of dust. I'm just like... (sighs) Yeah, you need a little break, right? Yeah, just just one day. One day, I think, in like three weeks is good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not feeling a little crazy or anything. Right. Yeah. Let's say you haven't been under pressure in a while, so it's okay now, right? It's a lot of pressure every day. Well, now... Yeah. But not before. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, before it was just like it was a had, different kind of pressure. It right, was like like you had to find them. It was like a get a job or you're gonna have to leave. I know. It was like that. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I have a job. I can pay my bills. Exactly. I'm doing what I love. I'm happy. Not complaining. I know. We're shooting my scene on Monday. Oh, it's really? my f- my first feature. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely nervous. I wrote it too, so I'm like, it's double judgment. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I'm like, ee. I know my so boss. So you is wrote great. your scene in somebody else's movie? Mm-hmm. Really? My boss had this one scene where uh, one of the characters had to interview some applicants to be a tutor for his daughter and uh she needed the scenes written it was just a section that she hadn't written yet and i was like i told her how i'd we got no conversation about something else um about like you know just like um being a female and like how much it sucks when you get into fights with friends and you have friend breakups you know and that's something i think that isn't talked about enough everyone's always like oh boyfriend breakup girlfriend breakup but it's never like friend breakup you don't hear about that that much um and so we were we were kind of discussing that and i was telling her like you know this girl i used to be friends with and i used to do comedy stuff together sometimes she was like oh my god you do comedy and i was like yeah i did in new york a bunch and she goes you should write the scene i was like okay she's (laughs) like and then you can act it and i was like okay yeah Um, yeah and then it was kind of up in the air because she was going to try and get some big names to do the scene which i totally understand not good for me but good for the movie which i you know from a producer standpoint on the film i i completely concur that it would be better for the film to have somebody else that's known in it than me um but she told me yes last night she was like i definitely want you to do the scene i feel really good about it it's the one scene she's actually just filming my scene and then she's filming the rest of the of the applicants in a few months when um when she gets approval for the other actors right so it's gonna be like me and some other names which is kind of cool so Mm. i'm excited i get to write it and act it and I'm not nervous at all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh no reason gosh. to be nervous. Yeah. yeah. And and what people don't see is that like you see this scene of like someone just like sitting on a bed brushing their hair mm-hmm. and like it looks like they're alone in a room but there's like they're surrounded by like giant like white panels everywhere and like there's like three G&E team members there's the dp the assistant camera the second ac and then there's also the director the second ad like two pas there's like 15 people right. in the room like watching you right like in this room right now if there was a camera crew in here filming like you and i right. there'd be like 15 other people right like right and people don't realize that right <clears throat> and especially when you do like nude scenes and stuff people are like you know, it's not yeah. like you're alone there. You yeah, know? and everyone's kind of <laughs> side-eyeing each other like, are you seeing this? <laughs> you know, I've been in the room for that. I PA'd on um, actually like um, a female director I worked with in Brooklyn. Um, she was really great. She did commercials and stuff. And this one project we did was a porno. Really? Yeah. Oh. And um, they had this whole jungle set up and they had all these gorgeous plants. And it was like this big, like exotic setup. It was really fun. Um, but everyone in the room is like, so it's not just a, a sex scene. It's a sex scene. Yeah. Well, uh, they have to like go and then they cut and then right. they go and then they cut like over and over again. Yeah. Um, it's like just eight hours of them. Right. Eight to but 10 this hours was like hardcore, it. right? I mean, it's yeah. not like a sex scene in a regular movie. That's what I'm saying. No, you yeah. see the whole situation. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But there's just everyone's on set and everyone's looking at each other like like we're all seventh graders in sex ed again. Like, oh, my God, he said penis, you know, (laughs) (laughs) there's a wiener on set, you know, like it's just silly. I know. But when they when they work in it to them, it's work, you know, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they were so professional and yeah. you know, it's great. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I've done this like a thousand times before. Exactly, you know. And Dub- everyone else double is anal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can handle it, no problem. Yeah, like none of us have yeah. ever done any of the things they're doing before. Right. We're all just giggling like it's our first I mean, time. Do that and go home. You yeah, know? totally. In a day's work. <laughs> we're like some we're just like eating like mixed nuts on the crafty table, just like watching <laughs> this go down. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of it going on here. I mean, this is like the capital right here mm-hmm. in the valley. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. For uh for porn and stuff. But uh God, I haven't watched porn in a long time. I just realized that. Nice. Yeah. They say it's um it's a really big addiction now. Do you know yeah, the kind of is. stuff that you find on there? There's like monster cartoon porn where it's like giant monsters like wow. with like regular sized women and like they're so huge that you're seeing like the lump go through their stomach and stuff. Wow. It's like really disgusting stuff out there. Yeah. And there's like Lego porn where it's like Lego characters <laughs> banging each other. It's so silly. You just what like the fuck, you just right? gotta like watch it for the entertainment of it. Like not even to get turned on, but just I because know. you're like this I is know. so ridiculous. It's amazing what people get turned on by, you know? Yeah, the I Minecraft mean, like, and Yeah, you know, I mean there's there's um there's guys that get turned on by women popping balloons and yeah, yeah shit like that. You totally, know, it's the like foot fetish stuff. Foot fetish stuff, you yeah. know. It's like unbelievable what people are into, you know. I'm like, just give me plain vanilla. I'm good. You yeah, know? just make it regular. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just regular is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Those people make it so complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's not weird out there, but it's weird out there. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. It is. For weird sure. Out there. I know the categories on Pornhub are just like insane. Yeah. Just huh? insane. You're like, what is this? Like, <laughs> it was like Jasmine and Jafar from Aladdin. Really? And like, um, like Lois and Brian from Family Guy. Like, Brian's a dog for everyone that doesn't know. He's uh-huh. a dog and she's a human. Really? Yeah. There's like wow. cartoon bestiality and like, Jesus. And like Christ. unicorns doing it. And I thought I've seen everything, but no. No, there's so much yeah. more out there. I guess if you, yeah. Yeah. If you don't look for it, it finds you, you know? It's very true. It just shows you how fucking, like, diverse. I mean, people just go crazy from sexuality, you know? It's like a a drive. You know, we have different drives, like hunger and all that stuff, but. That's a whole different ballgame. That's a different ballgame. Yeah, it makes makes people people nuts. Yeah, and blind, you know? So blind. I mean, like, how many times have, like, you been with somebody where, like, afterwards you're like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> you know it just seemed like such a good idea before and now you're yeah, like right. you're like oh i gotta go that <laughs> yeah. or all the people that get in trouble for sex scandals and stuff you know where totally it's like you'd go you know rationally what the fuck are you doing you know yeah. you're ruining your career yeah it just puts you in a different mindset where it's it's like tunnel right. vision right and they you know? don't really care about the consequences yeah maybe i won't get caught maybe i want this you know but they're trying to like, rationalize it at warp speed in their right. head you know like you know? bill clinton and monica Lewinsky, for example yeah. you know it's like what were you thinking you know i know i know my parents but. almost named me monica i would have been monica balinski how <laughs> screwed up would that have been well. <laughs> <laughs> Like no, thank yeah, God. that would have been shit. Yeah, definitely shit. <laughs> You'd have to change it. <laughs> like no, no. Oh wow. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, 
Oh, well. I know. You should check out the Lego porn, though. It's really funny to watch. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's very wild. Lego porn. I can't even watch the Lego movies, man. It's like they seem so weird to me, you know, to watch. Like you're going to watch Batman, but it's in Legos. I mean, Yeah, that got really great fun. reviews, actually. I know. People yeah. like them. But yeah. It's like, come on, man. I mean, this is like... <laughs> <laughs> These are like blocks, plastic <laughs> blocks, you know? Yeah, it's With imagination. To, I guess so, you know, on cartoons, yeah. anything goes. Yeah, that's so oh, funny. Wow. All right, Jen. Are we out this of time? This is it. Oh yeah, my gosh. we're just about out of just time. Just like that. There's another show coming in, so we better get out of here. All right, we got to skedoodle. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm, I'm still thinking of going to the snow. I don't know if I will, because I only talk about this shit. I never do it. I know. But if I find time, I will definitely go. Yeah, if go not, to the snow. Yeah, if not... Be relaxing. Yeah, I know. You I know? need to relax a little yeah, bit. Yeah, put your feet on ice. I need a break. I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. All right. Well, don't work too hard, Jen. All right. I'll All right, try. everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. See you on Monday. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Jen only on LA Talk Radio.